My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. Let's keep it tight. Toy. This is not a toxic looking What? This is it's about to be. I, I think you're a thunder fucking dome. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to episode 13 of the Oddscast. I'm Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara. Terry takes big Thanksgiving special episode today. Are you guys excited? Get ready to be stuffed. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Terry. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. You sound, like, you sound like, very excited. Yeah, now, uh, what's your favorite turkey thing for turkey day? Like side dish? Sure. That's oh, so we're coming out hot with the th- with Thanksgiving No, I'm just curious. Um, I like cranberry sauce a lot. Ew. Can like, or uh, uh, homemade? Well, because I'm a big food mixer, so like I'll put a plate of everything and then kind of like mix the cranberry sauce in with the stuffing, in with the mashed taters. Oh, that's the best. Um, and I'm like Ew. a big, like, a, a lot of flavors there, yeah. in one bite kind of guy. Cranberry yeah. sauce is disgusting. All right. Well, Could be the, it would, I, it would it's never your, make my plate ever. All right. What's, ever. Your, what's you, your favorite so turkey you, day turkey thing? Yeah. As you so eloquently put it. Uh, gravy. You would. The gravy is the same thing as cranberry sauce. No, are you a dark gravy or a light gravy dark. guy? Well, I was just asking. It's a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Gravy is the savory <laughs> is the savory version of cranberry sauce. No, it's not. That's a wild take. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> On the converse, cranberry okay. sauce is the sweet version of gravy. Cranberry sauce is the ant that asks you when you're going to get engaged all the time. <sighs> oh, my... <laughs> I have I have that aunt. So <laughs> she's the worst. <laughs> Shout out Aunt Karen. You suck. It's either that or like Tracy or something. Um no, I mean it's it's I, I don't like turkey. Like I don't love it. I love it. You would lo- you I like, like, I like dark meat, I like right? Dark meat. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I bet. I love the next day. I love leftovers. Oh, oh Sammy. Toss it on no. like those biscuit my things. My mom my mom makes two turkeys because my dad loves turkey so much, so do I. <laughs> That's the least <laughs> surprising thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so like he, so she like, doesn't cook them any differently. It's just two <laughs> turkeys cooked the same way. Yeah. <laughs> but like my family comes over, we eat one turkey, and then like as we start to eat, she pops the other one in the oven. So then we have another one for That's leftovers. Wild. Have you ever deep fried a turkey? Yeah, George does it all the time. Is he? Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Hmm. Um, but the next day you make the KFC bowls. Basically, yes. You put, you go, mashed, mashed potatoes, potato. stuffing, some leftover corn, mm-hmm. turkey, mm-hmm. and then kind of just like a stew, and then you just drown it in gravy, and then you mix it up. Food mixer, this is right up your alley. No cranberry sauce. No cranberry sauce. <laughs> Get out of here, cranberry Karen. <laughs> And then you eat it. And let me tell you, it's so delicious, but you ate so much sodium, you are so bloated, and you just go to sleep. Well, go ahead. I would say, do you like, with the stuffing, do you like the homemade stuffing that's, like, in the bird, or do you want, like, the stuffing? Um, You know what I mean? In the bird's the best, because it gets all the grease from the the juices. juices. Uh, I like the 
in the pan. I kind of like. I mean, it's still homemade. Yeah. What do you mean homemade? It's just in no, a like it's vehicle. not like a box or nah, something. The, like that. in the yeah. bird is in the bird is top. Oh tier. no, I like the crunchy. Give yeah, the crunchy. I want like, give me the, the corners, crispy, the crispy oh. part. Forget it. It's fantastic. All right. Well, so while this is a good segue into our first topic this week, and it's our Thanksgiving football games. Uh, since this is a special edition of the Ozcast Thanksgiving edition, we'll talk about some of the NFL games on Thanksgiving. I can't remember when a, a year where there was games I was looking forward to watching, and this year is no different. Why? Because you can bet on the Falcons? Well, last year <laughs> was the first year we can bet on uh, oh, football games too. in New Jersey, but it's just like I don't remember me ever being excited for a game because you've always got the Lions, you've always got the Bears, um, always the Cowboys, and they haven't been great teams the last couple weeks. Uh, yeah, years, years <laughs> or the last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go through quick hitters on a couple of these games. Um, pow And then uh, we'll give our look ahead to the week um, after that. And uh, we'll, we'll talk first about the first game, Bears-Lions in Detroit, 1230. Uh, I would imagine Matt Stafford's not playing this game. This line yeah. is Chicago minus three. Over under real barn burner thirty eight and a half. Oof. Thoughts, thoughts, turkeys. It's a good game to have on in the background while your family arrives. I don't know what time you guys eat. Three. Uh, I feel yeah, like. we eat early yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but it's a good game to have on for your family to arrive, uh, so your uncle can tell you about football. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and he's saying like Jay Cutler needs to play better for the Bears. Um, <laughs> And it's just like good background noise. Yeah, I also think it's that game because like the over it's this is going to be, you know, like probably a very slow game. It's perfect that it's before the tryptophan hits your body and you can actually stay awake during this game. Um, Cause I think it's going to be a little boring. Tryptophan's fake. Yeah, fake. I was about to say that. That's, a, yeah. that's an urban it's, legend. You just, oh, yeah. oh, you just overeat. That's why you're tired. Yes, I know. It's just, you know, you have to let everybody yeah, know. Check your signs. You can't just forget about tryptophan. Holy shit. That matters. <laughs> You know, so, who, you know who has too much tryptophan? The Bears. I was going to say your family because you make two Trubisky. Oh. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. So who, are you taking the lines then? This, uh, I'll, I'll let you answer that, Terry. No, you go first. <laughs> I, I probably won't bet this game, even though I, I would imagine the public's going to be on the Bears here just because the Lions it is, yeah. off the, line, off the uh, bad loss against the Redskins. Um, I like to officially apologize to Terry for making us take that game in the super contest, super contest update. We went it's okay. three wins, four losses last week. We're hovering around 58% need a late push here. Um, but I will not be betting this game. I don't think I, I, I would have the lions is a little bit of a sharp play. I can understand it just because they seem to like this Thanksgiving game is like all they have to play for now. Like just this national game, like Thanksgiving's yeah. like their game. And uh, there's kind of this pride uh, surrounding it. But, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't put too much stock in the Lions just writing them off in competitively just because they had a bad game um, last week against the Redskins. It's a game they should have won pretty easily, but, you know, they gave up a kick return for a touchdown, um, some bad picks by Driscoll. Uh, but it's I really can't find an edge here, so it's probably stay away from me. Yeah. I don't disagree with any of that. And, like, I hate – the over-under so, so low. That, I like, just, a defensive touchdown could screw yeah, it Yeah, like, I just – and I hate to, like – I don't really like betting unders for football just because I, I agree. Like, defensive touchdowns, things get weird. 
Um, somebody can just have a breakout play. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm probably gonna, I agree. I'm probably going to stay away and just like save some more room for later. If it gets if it gets to three and a half with the Lions plus three and a half, I'd think about it. Um, just because in such a low scoring game, it, uh, Trubisky's looked so bad. It might go there. I mean, it looks like a pinnacle plus three is plus one hundred four right yeah. now. So I mean, it's possible. Terry, any thoughts on this game before we move on? Uh, I would take the Bears minus three. Okay. I think they're gonna run it down Detroit's throat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble. All right, next game, Bills at the Cowboys. This is a 4.30 start. Dallas is favored by seven points at home. Uh, It's flirting with six and a half. I think it'll probably stay around six and a half um, when it gets down to game time. Over under 45 and a half, but going up, probably going to be 46. Um, Dallas stuck in that bad weather game last week against the Patriots. They covered in that game, um, and I just—I I really would have liked to seen the Cowboys play in a like a dome against the I think Patriots. Was so shitty, yeah. Because yeah. I really do think that they're underrated still as a team. Like I think Prescott is is much better than he's ever been in his career. Uh, he looks sharp. He's probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the league right now. I would say, but Elliott and just the offensive line when they're healthy, their offense is very good. And uh, but but six and a half is is a, is a big line. What are your guys' thoughts on this game? Wait, Joe. Yeah. 30 seconds. Giants fan. Would you take Jason Garrett as your head coach? I really don't want that to happen, no. Uh, I don't need any more time than that. That would be so great. That would be great. That would be so, so Giants. So my question is in terms of just coaching, because we saw last year like with McVay and his success he had with the Ravens, everyone was like, let's just get – the next McVay. Let's get this like offensive minded guy who like runs whatever he does. And that has worked out terrible garbage for the Ra- for the Rams this year. Yeah. Um, and it's worked out terribly for the Bengals kind of worked out so far for the, for the Packers, but is the new wave now going to be after this like uh, hardball analytics story for the Ravens? Is everyone going to try and be like this money ball? Like, cause you saw what happened last week with, with the Cowboys when they didn't go for it on fourth and seven, I think it was from like the 13 um, because people were like, Oh, this is stupid. This is a one score game. You're making it a one score game by kicking the field goal. And Garrett comes out and says, well, you know, we don't look at the analytics when we're making these decisions in game. And then on Monday night, there's this whole huge story about how Harbaugh and the Ravens has like this 25 year old graduate from, from Yale or something that yeah. like, reads him the probabilities in games and they go for it on fourth down every time. Do you think that that's like, if the Ravens continue the success, is that like the next like knee jerk copycat move for the league? Um, yeah, I, I'm just happy that these, um, college graduates in the Ivy league are going to actually have, you know, some job prospects when they graduate. (laughs) So I'm happy. I'm happy that they're getting jobs, you know, student debt is an issue and good for these kids. Yeah, uh, I think it depends. Like, I think it still depends. It depends on your team, though, too, because I mean, the pro- like probability would be looking at, I guess, like all things being equal, right? So, I mean, if you have Lamar Jackson, that's a dramatically different situation than having like you know, like Andy Dalton or something like that as your well, quarterback. I, mean, I didn't go to Yale, but I'm assuming that it would have met. I'm assuming they be- must cook that in somehow, but like, I don't know. Well, I think that it's 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 to me, Jason Garrett 
is that's just a bad comment. You can't say is, that. Is, it's stupid to say there's information out here that could help me win a football game, and I am just not going to look at it because I don't know. I don't even know what the thing is because I'm like an old school guy. I'm trust my gut, yeah. like George W. Bush. Like, <laughs> well, it's interesting because like I've had this exact same conversation with, but more so in relationship to baseball because a lot of times they say don't bunt now like mm-hmm. early in the game like teams don't want to bunt because statistically you're giving up the out whatever but then you look at it and you're like in the world series or in the like the championship series you're like this is different like mm-hmm. you need to do something different so i understand going with your gut i think there's something that can be said for that but you got to look at the math math yeah. matters yeah in terms of the bills cowboys the bills still are not loved by you know speaking of advanced analytics probabilities bills are not loved in dvoa still um and the cowboys offense is is just you know whoever's doing running the numbers are just like really just jerking it to the cowboys offense because they rank (laughs) so high in every (laughs) every dvoa category um and yeah, I, I were the TV's on, and the TV just says that Jeff Driscoll for the Lions might not play. So that's why the Lions shut up from one to three. So that makes a lot more that sense makes a lot now more too. Sense. Yes, <laughs> glad Damn. I got my three in. <laughs> Terry Sharp, um, fucking so, sharp. But the Bills Cowboys, I mean, seven's a lot of points. I think the Bills defense can hold it close, but I, they haven't really performed on the road this year. Um, and it's, you know, I, I think I, I hate all of these Thanksgiving games. I really do. I'm excited to watch them, but like yeah. I, I, the, the lines are kind of stinky. Well, yeah, I'm going to bet on them. Yes. Yeah, so. I'm going to be stuck with <laughs> stinky, <laughs> stinky, stinky lines. You know. <laughs> just like cranberry sauce. <laughs> Terry, do you like any, do you like this Cowboys bills game? Uh, sure. It's football on Thanksgiving. Do you uh, like any angle? Uh, I, I'm torn. I'm thinking about taking the Bills just because the Cowboys can't cover against non-divisional opponents except for last week. Uh, is, is this count as a primetime game? I just don't trust G- Jason Garrett in primetime games. I, feel like, I mean, I feel like it is, but uh, I'll. You know what? Big big mismatch here with the Dallas uh, rushing offense versus the Bills. Yeah, rushing yeah I was looking at that. I was gonna say I'm gonna take the Cowboys and also, hate myself. Favorites of six or more are sixteen and three against the spread. I already took the Cowboys. I already took the Cowboys. I know. I'm taking the Cowboys too. Bills shot up in uh, weighted DVOA. They're 14th now. They were 25th last week. So, <clears throat> well, defensively. Really I'm the only take, yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Just every every time when Jason Garrett's right on the edge, when he's about to get fired, he does something to keep his job and get a 10-year extension. Every time. What's well, like why I, I don't understand how he's like in terms of people are talking about him getting fired like he's got a one game lead or like a, in the uh, NFC East. Yeah. Like he's if he wins the division like that's that's what, you know. I don't know. I, I get it. Next game, Saints-Falcons. New Orleans favored by seven on the road in Atlanta. Atlanta beat the Falcons no less than three weeks ago. Atlanta you beat mean, the Falcons. Well, yeah, that's, 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 Atlanta, very, that's very common for the Falcons. Atlanta beat the Saints no less than three weeks ago in New Orleans. The Saints almost lost to another division opponent in the Carolina Panthers last week. Um, and and Chick-fil-A will be open for that game, I guess, right? 
It will. It's on yeah. a Thursday, so I yeah. wonder if that impacts anything. Mercedes-Benz Dome. Uh, 48 and a half. I would think about maybe betting the under here. Um, but any thoughts on this game? <sighs> They're just bad games. <laughs> They're stinky games. Stinky games. So stinky. Stinky games. I mean... I the Falcons like they like we we've had this conversation how they're bad against the spread but then did they cover last week too? No. So no. So like they've covered what once this season or like twice. I mean the problem is these game these all six of these teams are have been hot and cold from week to week. Like there's been so many swings. And if this is a the, divi- the Bill- this is a divisional game. The then Bills too, so. actually have been probably the most consistent of the teams of the six teams. Yeah. Um, um I mean short week generally favors the better team. Mm-hmm. Um so I lean I would lean the Saints, but six and a half, Falcons at home. Saints have not really been impressive. Might take the Falcons here. Depends. I'm going to wait and see. Got to see the injury report. Got to see if Julio Jones is playing. If he's not playing, I'm not taking the Falcons. If he's playing, I'm taking the Falcons. What about... Are you going to... You need it at plus seven, though, right? Like, if the line moves a little bit lower, you don't want... Would you take it at six and a half? I would take it at six and a half. But I'm going to wait to see. Yeah. Speaking of the better teams, um, usually winning these games or, or covering... What about a plus one ninety four favorites money line parlay with the Bears, Cowboys, and Saints? I don't hate it. I'm not gonna do it. I don't, don't hate it. I don't hate it. There's not a, like I feel like there's not like a ton of value on it. Like because I already don't really want to bet the first game. Like I don't want to bet the Bears Lions game. Mm-hmm. So like and that's where you're getting probably up to what the one nineties because it's mm-hmm. probably what even money if you do it the other way. Yeah. Great analysis here. Yeah, great, why great why would you why would you make a parlay where you're hoping the first leg hits with Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> it's an idiotic move. All right, let's get about some best bets of the week. There are a lot of other games, a lot of movement in the NFL. Uh, Ravens are the talk of the league, hottest team, new number one team in DVOA. Lamar Jackson seems to be unstoppable, uh, but. I, probably my favorite game um, just in terms of you know seeing what happens um, 49ers at the Ravens this week one o'clock on Sunday Ravens five and a half point favorites six point favorites uh, depending on where the line's going um, but 49ers third in DVOA match up with the Ravens pretty well but it's it's really going to be interesting to see a d- really good defensive team like the 49ers that have a lot of front front edge pressure do you think, you know, the, the 49ers can cover this? I think the 49ers can win this game outright. Yeah, I know you, like, love the, you love this game. I love the 49ers. I mean, I guess it's possible. The Ravens just seem so hot. I don't know. Terry? Too hot. Hot damn. Great analysis, Joe. <laughs> um, yes, the 49ers have a great front seven. Defensive backs are also very good. I'm worried about just a, when you have great pass rushers like Joe. Joe, no. What's, what's Bo- Nick Bosa. Nick week, Bosa. Yeah. When you have great pass rushers, they're Mongo not necessarily Bosa. the most disciplined yeah. in containing the quarterback because they're taught just to sack the quarterback, yeah. and Lamar Jackson looks unsackable. But I think if you know you get pressure up the middle, make them a little uncomfortable. And you saw like there were some instances against 
the Rams where he was moving around, you know, too much and didn't have too many places to go where they got some sacks. So, I I mean, I, I like the 49ers here too just because I don't really know what, I mean, besides the Pats, which I guess everyone's crowning as the best defense since, I don't know, the Ray Lewis Ravens. I, I don't really believe that. but Neither do I. Um, and he took care of them. So that's about, I think, the only good defense he's really played. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, the Rams' defense was supposed to be good heading into the game, but the Rams are just broken. The Rams, are I just, mean, they look, just look lost. Just, they just look totally lost. I absolutely loved that the Ravens just ran like seven straight times at the beginning of the game and just took the soul out of the Rams immediately. I was hoping they didn't throw the ball. It would have been yeah. awesome. Did they you, didn't need to. No, they didn't have to at all. The whole entire game, they could have run the ball. So that's this is a game I want to highlight. Um, I'm all over the 49ers. If you can get a great line, like six, a plus six. And you a get half. a six. It's, yeah, you um, want that hook. I, I really do like it just because I think that these, these are the two premier head, you know, the two hottest head coaches in the league. Uh, kind of reminds me of like Chiefs Rams last year. Um, everybody kind of on both sides. And, you know, I think that this could be kind of a, an offensive minded game where you know teams are just putting up points because the 49ers when Kittle's in and they have like a healthy full personnel the running backs are healthy they look like they look similar to the Ravens sometimes they look unstoppable Um, yeah but that's just one of the games that I like this week how about we all just give one or two games that we are looking at and uh are like we gotta gotta make some picks make go put put the balls on the table let's make some picks all right so i like uh i like the jets actually minus three and a half against the bengals mm-hmm. um i think terry really nailed it last week in his analysis about the raiders and he actually convinced me after the pod to not bet the raiders and i'm glad i didn't no um, i'm a fucking genius <laughs> so uh when we posted the picks we just said jets plus three mm. um but anyway the i like the jets here um the I think they're finally clicking. Darnold might have had sex this weekend, so that was nice. Um, you got to worry about sex legs, though. What? You got to worry about sex well, legs. Well, I figured he's got the whole week to recover, you know? So um, Last time he man out with a girl, he got mono. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets lost like All very good points. Games. These are good points. They but lost also, to the Dolphins. But also, it lets you know that he's fearless, and he's going to take that win and, trans- and parlay it right into another one here against the Bengals. Um, also, uh, the Jets... The Bengals' rushing offense is 26th, according to DVOA, and the Jets have the number two rushing defense. I think they're going to take that uh, that advantage there and really force the Bengals' hand, um, as the Jets have an overall like a fairly good defense what, to make relative the, to the Bengals. The Bengals stink. What to make the Bengals throw the ball? What make the Bengals I guess, throw the ball? Do you know who's playing quarterback? Oh, fucking a. I don't remember the guy's name. Andy Dalton? No, it's not him. It's the other guy. No, he's starting. The Is guy. he really? Yeah. Are you fucking with him? Are you him serious? Or? Yeah. You guys didn't know this? No. That's why I was going to wait to tell I you. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yep. They're going back to Andy Dalton. Wow. Does that change your mind? No. Not really. <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> um but I think you saw like what happened. Like when we talked about it last week, the Raiders seem to be a little bit overrated in terms of their talent level, kind of across the board. And the Jets just kind of tore them up uh, offensively. Obviously, I think they're going to be able to do the same thing against the Bengals, and then uh, kind of control the narrative with the fact that the Bengals aren't going to be able to run the ball. So, and we already know they don't want. They really don't love the fact that Andy Dalton's their quarterback. But I guess they're just going back to the well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Jets minus three and a half. Terry, 
pick. Pick, Dom. pick, pick. Oh. Uh, you know, looking at the games, perusing, going through them, looking. I'm going to take it's such a public pick, but I, I love my former Dolphins. Mr. Ryan Tannehill is hot right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so hot. I like this bet. I'm going to take the Titans plus two and a wow. half. I like this bet. In, wow. in the dome of Indianapolis. It seems like such a fool's bet. And I could totally see the Colts winning this game. But, man, I love I love what I see from Tannehill. He, yeah. I would hate to be Marcus Mariota. You got to feel like the biggest idiot. Um. <laughs> It's it's such a fool's bet because I love the Colts minus two and a half this week. Uh oh. Very public bet, overreaction, getting underneath the three hook. Give me the Colts minus two and a half. It at home, you know, these AFC South teams are so evenly matched and having the home team underneath the three hook is just it's it's it this would never fall on your lap if, if the Titans did just not beat up on on some some bad teams the last couple weeks. Um but the Colts you know, well-coached running game. This is going to be a close game, but I love having the home team minus two and a half in this game. Mayor's bet. You got to take Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Vrabel as as the underdog. He's terrible as a favorite. Got to take him as the underdog. Okay. Um, So I'm picking Colts minus two and a half. I gave you the 49ers plus five and a half. Other game that I love this week is another divisional game, um, and it's the Steelers plus one as a home dog um, against the Browns. You and your home dogs. Me and my home dogs. I think the Browns um, are going to be a public pick here. People are kind of thinking that, you know, they just beat the Steelers, what is it, no less than two weeks ago. Um, had a good game, got a get-right game against the hapless Miami Dolphins last week. But the Steelers still have a great defense. Um, you know, I watched, I, unfortunately, I watched a decent amount of that Bengals-Steelers game last weekend um, because I had the Bengals plus six and a half. And after they benched Mason Rudolph um, for Devlin Hodges, the Steelers kind of looked like they had a little bit more life at quarterback. And I just think they're different defense at home. And I think that Tomlin historically has gotten his team up for games like this, especially with the whole Rudolph fight and, and just uh, Garrett being out of this game, I I think is going to be a really big thing for the bank for the Browns. Um, You know, he was their best defensive player. And I think the Steelers, you know, this is now like a rivalry game and the Steelers have historically owned the Browns. And I don't think that's going to change, even though the Browns have kind of rattled off some wins here. Um, And I love that it's a public game. I love that this is a sharp play. So give me the Steelers plus one. All right. Where do you see plus one? That was when I was looking a few hours ago. Now it's plus two and a half. Oh, give me plus two and a half. I'm going to bet that right now. Uh, I don't know. I kind of yeah. It is plus two and a half. I might. I might be a public public guy, but I feel like the Browns are. The only thing that worries me about the Browns is they're going to be undisciplined and And seek revenge. I will give the caveat that if Schuster plays, I love this pick. If Schuster doesn't play, I only like this pick. Juju. So I wonder if it goes to three. I mean. Get it. I, I think the Steelers win this game. So, any any Are you bet, saying money line? Yeah, maybe money line. Ooh, maybe just a little bit on the money, money line. line. Hey, wow, like that. 
All right, so it's two and a half right now. I'll take the Steelers plus two and a half. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. All right, any other picks for you guys? No, I'm okay. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the Vikings Seahawks game. Which which team are you looking at there, Terry? I'm looking at the Hawks. Oh, oh my Damn. birds. Love the Seahawks. I, I could not be stuck. Yeah, but it's Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. That's it true. doesn't matter. So. It doesn't fucking matter. The Vikings are so much better than the Seahawks in every I think Thielen's practicing, though, too. Yeah, I'm going to wait and see on that. But I'm keeping an eye. I'm just going to check out my Twitter that I don't post on. I'm going to start posting, so watch out. I give, I, I mean, I gave out four winners on the pod last week. I need to start sharing the wealth on, yeah, on the Twitter. Do, do your thing. Do your thing. The only other game I was looking at is the Texans-Patriots, but that seems like a trap. It moved to three on DraftKings right now. I would take, I would take the Texans three and a half. Would you really? Um, no, I just lie. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Why? Because because like, they're I, the home tech, or like I, just like just, the the, Pat, the Pats have kind of just owned the Texans. Yeah, so I'm I'm just looking, keep an eye okay. out on the Twitter. Right. Just browsing, just browsing, just but browsing. I like window shopping. Okay, to, to summarize, um, I'm taking the Titans two and a half. I'm following you with the 49ers five and a half. Okay, and then I do like the Bears minus three. Okay, and then. Whatever the Cowboys six yeah. and a half. Yeah. You want, you want me to keep shopping? I'll keep shopping. What was <laughs> the last game? I forget. You know what? I will be. I will say if you're looking for like money line underdogs this week, I do like the Cardinals a decent. I was amount. looking at that game a lot. Too. Um, hosting the Rams, who have just been completely dejected, and the Cardinals have actually played pretty well. Um, Broncos over the Chargers too. Even though that the line Chargers, swung, I think the Broncos were opened as the favorites and yeah. they moved all the way. Oh uh, yeah, you keep just it inter- shopping. What? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done shopping. I'm going to avoid the, the Atlanta Saints game because I don't want it. No, nah, nah, I'll take the Falcons. Okay. <laughs> so you're going all... Oh, say, so, so <laughs> Bears, Is there a game that you didn't bet? The, t- the Terry Thanksgiving special. <laughs> home. Home team. Or no. Bears, Cowboys, Falcons. And yep. a second turkey. Yep. And a second turkey. Yeah. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit uh, college basketball, college football, Maybe some MLB talk. Joe loves his MLB. And then uh, we'll do some of our segments. Stay tuned. Break, break. Goes for the Dallas Cowboys. And we're the Bills. And I can't wait to rub this in his face. He's been telling us this for over 10 years about Dallas. No, it's the Bills. We're, we're back coming at you <laughs> odds cast got some quick hitter segments we're doing first segment new segment it's called child support betting futures with daddy i always believed in futures i hope for better in november i'm addicted to futures betting um, it's just like chasing the magic dragon. Hello, my name is Dominic DeLeo, and I'm addicted to the futures I'm markets. I'm addicted to futures markets. Hi, Dom. Um, <laughs> this is my kryptonite. Everything that I win on day-to-day bets, I just waste it on my and yeah. big futures. I hit, I hit some. Like, I hit Virginia. Don't forget about your year. free bets. Um, free bets. Love <laughs> wasting them on futures. Um, ga- so, I, I hit this last... Um, like probably three days ago, 
I don't know if it's still up because they're playing in a game right now and I can't check it, but Dayton to make the Final Four at 125 to 1 is, if you can get it over 100 to 1, just fucking jump on it because Dayton, they are number 35 in Ken Palm now. Um, they're in the A10. They just have to compete with VCU. Sorry to Terry's Davidson. I don't think they're that good this year. Um, and we don't want you on our bandwagon anyway. Wait, what are they now? Twenty to one. Two thousand plus two thousand. That's to win the. F- wait. Great pod. Great pod. No, good it's job, twenty guys. to one now. Yeah. All right. I got it one hundred twenty-five to one. Sorry, you can't get that anymore. It's yeah. twenty to one now. You definitely can't. Um, the other futures I will say that I do like is in the NFL is the Ravens 49ers. Um, if you parlay Ravens to win the AFC, 49ers to win the NFC, comes out to be plus nine twenty-five. I think that this is. I can't really see any other thing happening. Both these teams look dominant. Something to think about if you just want to throw a couple couple bucks on it. Um, something that I really like. Joe, since you were talking a little bit before about um, the MLB futures markets, yeah. why don't you give the listeners some futures that you're looking at? Okay, so one of the things that I was looking at and like thinking about here um, was how free agency can impact futures. Um, obviously, you're going to be taking in a little bit of extra risk here, uh, so you have to think about that. You might want to also consider whether if your team doesn't like strikes out on big free agents, could they still win anyway? Like it's just not like a great bet, but it's like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like you got you have like your typical teams that are you could do that for, like the Astros, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, even the Mets, arguably. Um, so I was looking at some of these teams and you know like what some of the options are. And I like uh, right now. I just put a bet in on the Angels plus five thousand to win the World Series, and the reason that I was doing that is uh, they should be getting Otani back this year to pitch as well as hit. Um, so that's going to improve their starting rotation. Wait, he plays in the American League. How can he do that? Because he plays the outfield. Too. Uh. So uh, he could pitch and hit. Um, and then also, it looks like, for, from a lot of the reports, it sounds like Garrett Cole might be wanting to go to a California-based team, uh, namely, it sounds like the Angels. Uh, so if he goes there, you're looking at a one-two punch of at least, you know, Otani and Garrett Cole, which I think projects, right, might propel them even to be a wild, definitely a wild-card team, in my opinion, uh, if not maybe winning or contending for that division. Um, the other thing you're looking at is like you have the best player in baseball with Mike Trout. They are really trying to get into the playoffs. They spent this huge investment on him. Uh, they need to get to the playoffs and make that happen, I think. And I, I, I see plus 5,000. I think there's a lot of value there. And I think that they shoot way – the odds just are going to change dramatically if they sign Garrett Cole. Um, the other thing is – uh, they were contending this year really until Trout got hurt uh, and he missed really like the last like month, the month and a half of the season. And I think if he plays the whole year, maybe they sneak in there on a wild card uh, this year, but I think they'll be better. Um, and, you know, they got the best player in baseball on their team. So I like that plus 5,000 worth a little bit of an investment, I would say, maybe like a unit, unit and a half uh, at this stage of the game. Like Trout, best player in baseball, most boring player in baseball. <laughs> yeah, awesome to watch, but the, the why Angels would are... you watch him? He's boring. 
because he's so fucking good. Next segment we got is a little segment we like to call the Gautier of the Week. This is somebody that we used to know, and it's where we discuss a person or an entity that we used to know, we used to like, we used to respect, and now, God. based on performance... Um, we we don't really we don't know them anymore. I have a perfect Gautier of the week this week, and it has to do with my alma mater, um, both my law school alma mater and my undergrad alma mater, and it has to do with the Rutgers football program, the Rutgers athletic program in general. Um, it was reported that Rutgers was in talks with Greg Schiano to come back, uh, to have him come back and coach the football team after they fired Chris Ash. Schiano now. Huh, more like Chris ass. <laughs> <laughs> now it comes out that Greg Schiano is no longer considered to be a candidate as after Rutgers was prepared to offer him an eight year, $32 million a year, a $32 million total contract with 25.2 million guaranteed. Uh, source told the, uh, uh, stadium, I don't know what the fuck that is, uh, website that the salary was part of the dilemma and that a significant gap remained between both parties on some of Shiano's demands. And there was talk about a private jet, private golf membership, all real typical things uh, for a Big Ten head coach. But my Gautier of the week is Pat Hobbs, the AD of Rutgers, formerly the dean of my law school when I was there. Close um, personal friend. Hmm. Pat Hobbs, great fundraiser, great relationship builder. Um, Super tall. But the way that this has been mishandled is uh, a travesty to alumni, a travesty to the residents of Piscataway and the greater Middlesex County community. I understand Pat Hobbs not wanting to give Greg Schiano the keys to the athletic the keys to the football program and then, you know, in turn the athletic department. But, and I also understand that Pat Hobbs had no leverage in the situation, but Pat Hobbs gave himself no leverage in the situation by the complete mishandling of the Chris Ash contract, not only in the hire, but in the lack of institutional support and facilities and extending him after only two years um, and him being the football coach where he was a combined six and 18. He gave him a two year extension, which was basically another five year contract with basically no buyout. Like if they fired him, they would have to pay him like $7 million a year or some shit. And after Chris Ash signs that deal, he goes one and eleven in 2018. Starts one and four in 2019. Um, Rutgers has not won a Big Ten game since 2017, and that's all Pat Hobbs is doing. Like you have your guy, you really only get one shot at this, and you should be lucky that you have another shot to, to sign a head coach. And now the entire university, the entire network of Rutgers athletics, wants one guy. And you should just be happy that you're not fired and do whatever you got to do to get the deal done. You're tied to him. I get that. And I know you don't like that, but you really had no choice in this matter. And it's, it's your own doing that you were in this situation to begin with. Give him what he needs. 
He's the only guy that gives Rutgers any sort of relevancy with the head coaches in the area. Um, there's going to be a lot of kids transferring out, and Rutgers really does not want to give the institutional commitment and resources to be a Big Ten contender, and Greg Schiano was really the only way forward for their football program, and Pat Hobbs just blew it. He blew it because he was trying to be a savvy negotiator, but as you saw with the Chris Ash, Chris, <laughs> the Chris, Chris Ash, Ash extension merely two years ago, he just is not a great negotiator. Um, like I said, great fundraiser, not a great negotiator. He blew it, and he is my goatee of the week. I used to know him. Now I do not, and the football program is in shambles. I, people are calling on Governor Phil Murphy to step in with the state university <laughs> to make them hire Greg Schiano. It's really wild, but... That is my Gautier. Sorry for the ramble. Sorry for the Rutgers athletic department and the athletic program as it stands. I am embarrassed as a former student of the university, a former Capital J journalist for the Rutgers University. If I was on the college radio station right now, I would be ripping Pat Hobbs a new one. But instead, I have a podcast, and I'm ripping him a new one here. Suck it, Pat. Well, well Dom, tell us how you really feel. I, I'm just, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm dejected. And really without Greg Schiano, I understand he's not like the savior, but there was really only one way to inject any life in this football program. And now it's just back to square one. That was a rhetorical question. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. Somebody talk about another Gautier so I can stop the steam from coming out of my ears. Do you, uh, my Gautier is a familiar Gautier who... I thought I deleted his number, but I got drunk, and I texted him again, and he answered, so I thought things were good, but no, 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 he has not changed, and that is Sean McVay, you motherfucker, (laughs) (laughs) you rat bastard, your offense stinks, you are not a genius, you're a fraud, and I will never bet on you again, plus three and a half, I thought it was a sharp... And I was just an idiot for letting you back in my goddamn home. <laughs> I'm going to throw all your shit out. Don't even forget my number. Goodbye, Sean McVeigh. You are my Gautier. This week, this year, for the rest of my life. Don't even look at me. Yeah, I, I just candidate for Gautier of the year. I, it's, it's just... First nominee yeah. for our yearly awards. Yeah. Gautier of the year, Sean McVeigh. Do we follow the calendar year or the fiscal year? Chinese New Year. Okay. Joe? Joe, when does that start? <laughs> February. <laughs> All right. That's when we'll have the award show. not racist. He knew. <laughs> uh, next segment, loud noises. Loud noises! This is bad takes or bad commentary. Um... Terry, I know that you have a good take on some bad commentary. A good take on bad commentary. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yes. Booger McFarland stinks. I would rather listen to Nails on a Chalkboard than the play-by-play. Well, not the play-by-play. Joe he's, T. He's the, he's he's the, the man. The, he's the color commentator. Yeah. Um, I would. He's just awful. I mean, he has no idea what he's talking about, and he just... He just mischaracterizes plays. Like one, it was a read option play where they're reading. It, Lamar Jackson 
reading defensive end five technique if you for those out there who played if he crashes you pull the ball go outside if he comes up if he comes up field you hand the ball off to a running back and Booger McFarland said, oh, look at look at the Ravens' offensive line. They didn't even block Clay Matthews. And uh, Lamar Jackson got outside for a good run. It was a read option play. They were reading him. What are you talking about? But my favorite quote of the night was also from Booger McFarland. And he said, quote, you know, Baltimore Ravens remind me of the show The Wire. <laughs> I was like, oh, booger. You mean The Wire, the show that's based in Baltimore about the city of Baltimore? Surprising that it would remind you, or the Baltimore Ravens would remind you of that show. Um, when's the last time that you thought that the Monday Night Football crew was a good crew? Because, I mean, the, the Gruden era wasn't great. I it was like, at least weird and funny. I liked Gruden. Gruden was fine. I mean, Witten, Witten and Booger McFarlane last year was that was a, a disaster. It was a disaster. Well, like what happened was like the classic backup quarterback situation, where Booger McFarlane's literally on the sidelines in his Booger mobile, going back and forth up in the uh, up the field, and like Witten, Witten's in the spotlight. He's he's taking the snaps. He's throwing the interceptions, and then you look down and Booger, you know. Makes one good comment, comes in after Witten, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's get Booger into the game. Yeah, this is going to be great. Let's put Chase Daniels in the game. What could go wrong? And then, you know, you put him in the game, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's a backup quarterback. He stinks. So that's my analogy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he sucks. So loud noises, Booger McFarlane. Fire the booth. Yeah, I don't. Who would you want Clean in house. there? Clean house. Who do you? Who would you? Who would your? Also, I did like the Tony Kornheiser, uh, Dennis Miller. Mm. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> Tony. Um, for a color, for a color guy, I don't really know. Um, we don't use that phrase anymore. Tony. <laughs> Jeez, you were progressive. Play by play, I would love ESPN to poach Kevin Burkhart from Fox. Former Mets sideline reporter. Now I think he's with um, I forget who who he's of course paired up with, but you know I think he's he's an up and coming talent. Um, you know I, I I think what ESPN's next move is to just kind of get a player that's retiring or going to retire and then bring him in. Like I know there were talks about. I think Jason. Man. This is Jason Witten's last year in the NFL. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. they can get him back. Yeah. This is what I want. Wilson, Chris Long. Yeah, he would be good. He'd be good. Uh, Pat McAfee. He's already there. I want uh, ESPN to poach people too. I want um, as the play-by-play. I want Gus Johnson, and then as the uh, color guy, I want uh, Gus Johnson also in the booth, and then uh, interviewing people on the sidelines. Gus Johnson. So just three (laughs) Gus Johnsons, and I want them all yelling at the same time. I'm not a huge fan of Gus Johnson outside of college basketball. I think that like it's just pure like March Madness mayhem. He's great for it, but other than that, not a real big fan. All right, cool. Um, next, don't se- listen to the broadcast or don't watch don't watch Monday Night Football. Don't you have a mute button? Next <laughs> segment, inclusive parlay. We are zero and five minus five units. 
You know whose fault that isn't? <laughs> I know Terry is 5-0 and in his inclusive parlay. It's picks. basically my college football best bets. I made you rich. Thank you. My Venmo is open. Um, and it wasn't me this week, so yeah. here we are. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Who did you pick? Why are we here? Uh, Why are we, we all We are five? here because of college basketball. And I picked Texas minus five over Georgetown. What was the score of the game? I don't want to talk about it. Georgetown won outright. By how much? Uh, Should you have points bet it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to look it up. It's over. We're past that now. <laughs> this uh, week, though. You sound like a Major League Baseball player in front of Congress. <laughs> Not here to talk about the past. No, I'm here to talk about the future. And the future, you could just you're, go your fucking futures. I mean, the power movies just go full Sammy Sosa guy who's been in America for like 20 years and knows perfect English. And he's just like, yeah, I don't speak English. <laughs> I need an interpreter. <laughs> My okay. So this is this. I, is didn't, the, I, don't, I didn't really wasn't sure where that was going when you started talking about Sammy Sosa. Yeah, because so. he's like he's pale pink. white now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, so this is the segment where we all pick different legs of a parlay that are different sports leagues, whatever. Um, I'm going to start it out this week. NBA. Oh, Joe, you got cucked. No, I kind of NBA today. NBA today. Corner. He's fine. NBA today. Timberwolves. This is Wednesday. Timberwolves plus two and a half in San Antonio. Spurs are reeling. Timberwolves are hot. Up and coming team. Carl Towns. Meow. Wolf. Meow. Woo. I love this bet. Carl Towns. Easily going to be top 10, top five player in the league. Love him. Scataway, shout out. P-Way, you know. Timberwolves, two and a half. Book it. Can I interrupt you real quick? And can you tell this story real quick? It's over. Okay. Um, I saw you tweet a, a there. I guess the NBA tweeted about Carl Anthony Towns' dad, <laughs> yes. and I saw you quoted oh, yeah. about him <laughs> coaching JV basketball. So did you that. just tell? Okay, so this is story? actually this is actually a great story. Um, so Carl Towns' dad, Carl Towns, I think is his name, like a senior. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> he coached Piscataway Votech, um, which is like a non-public. Or it is a public school, but it's like a Votech school. Um, yeah. Not not great at sports. I've um, seen Greece. Yeah. So Cat, his son, never really played in the Piscataway public school system. Um, went to St. Joe's, but Carl Senior was always um, a coach, like you know, rec basketball stuff like that. Um, so he's, he's coaching Piscataway Votech. I went to a very small school called Timothy Christian, not public B graduated 53 kids, not a big deal. Um, but we used to play all the Votech schools. Um, I used to work the scoreboard and do the announcing of the starting lineups. My old athletic director used to pay me per night to basically contract out like kids to do the, the scoreboard so he didn't have to do it deal with it so I would like you know greet the referees when they walk and all that stuff. Either way, I'm sitting there doing the scoreboard for the JV basketball game. Carl Sr. coached both JV and varsity. It's like we're up like the, the JV team, Timothy Christian's JV team's up like 20 points. And Carl Sr. starts emptying his bench. And <laughs> they're on 
the far baseline and it was like after a timeout or a loose ball, whatever. So the kid checks into the game, he's the point guard and they just throw the ball in. So they got to go all the way down to the other basket to start their offensive possession. Kid gets the ball and just lays the ball up into the basket. That's right in front of him, which is not his basket. And it is the, so he basically scored two points for the other team. Carl Sr. flips the fuck out and he's like, he's like, Devante, you scored on your own. <laughs> and he is like the biggest guy. And so his voice is just bellowing through the small gym. <laughs> Carl Towns Sr., big personality. His mother, also a big personality, he tried to fight. She tried to fight Joel Embiid, like when Jesus he was going Christ. back to. She tried to fight Joel Embiid. It's all on video. Um, but Towns, great, great family, love basketball. Um, so Timberwolves plus two and a half. Thank you for that quick story. Next leg of the parlay. You want to go, Terry? No, you go. All right, fine. I'm going to take a college football game. Um, I'm going to take. Army plus two and a half at Hawaii. Army is off a of bye. Um, they're looking at a is game. This football or basketball? College football. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for the heads up. I have I nothing prepared. Go. I'm, I'm vetoing this because Terry's been on fire with college well, football. Go. <laughs> All right, veto. Force your hand. <laughs> go pick. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma Sooners minus 12 and a half against Oklahoma State. Sooners have not covered the last four games. Oklahoma State has covered four games in a row. I think Oklahoma hasn't played their best football yet. They've been kind of squeaking by. I think you need the rivalry game, ugh, rivalry game to kind of um, get a little spark under their butthole. I mean, Jalen Hurt, Oklahoma is not out of the – they need a lot, a lot to happen to get into the college football playoff. But still, they're not technically out of it. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Hurts isn't the type of player that's going to give up uh, on the team. And he has a lot to prove. He's working for – I think he's a junior. I forget. I, I mean, he could he could leave. So, you want to impress the NFL scouts. Um, so, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Oklahoma, 12 and a half. All right, Timberwolves plus two and a half, Oklahoma minus 12 and a half. That is a Wednesday and Saturday leg. Joe, what is your final leg of this parlay? Uh, we are going to go with. Oh, all right. Yeah, talk about us. All right. Steve, so, so our pick here is we're going to go play a little hockey uh, tomorrow. So Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Wow. Sam Darnold. Wednesday, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs puck line, minus one and a half. Uh, they're at Detroit. Detroit is terrible. Um, and they're just not going to be able to keep up on the, keep on the ice with them, you know? Get the Zamboni out. The Red Wings are under it. <laughs> Toronto, puck line. Put we just, biscuit we, in the basket, we just made We just made this parlay electric because we got a puck line in there. Let's fucking go. All right. Was the, was the Zamboni business hit equally as hard in 2008 as the automobile business? Uh, I don't know. Was that the lockout year? Well, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I was talking economically. Like well, if prices. it was a lockout year, they're not going to have games to Zamboni. A lot of work No, I think out. 2009 was the lockout year. Hmm. Do you think the Zambonis have unions? Like I was the, almost a Zamboni driver in college. Really? It was a work-study job, but I would have had to stay there over Christmas break. Work-study oh, as in what? Like that. you studied on the Zamboni? No, work-study as in I was on financial aid. Oh. Yeah. 
Sick. I'm pulled. Next segment we have, uh, we're going to switch it up. We're going to talk a little bit about in or out, and we're going to talk about whether or not we are in or out on this cameo uh, stuff. And this came out back in the news because Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. That classic. Nailed it. All around the world, long-distance relationships crumble for him. <laughs> he came out, and I guess somebody paid him to break up with, uh, I guess some chick paid him to break up with her boyfriend for him. Um, it's like a fucking hilarious video. I feel really bad for the guy if it's, like, real. I don't, I don't know if I believe it's real yet. I don't care if it is or not. It's still funny. Because he looked genuinely sad about it, but also like, I need the money. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess this is like a thing where people are, you know, selling themselves to just read stuff for people. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I So we were talking about this a little bit before. I'm, I'm in on this. Kind of like because, politicians, really. So Yeah. Just general advertising. Yeah. 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 So actually, we got um, a. We, we were talking about. We're like, how much could it be? And it actually isn't too much to do. So we reached out to a famous celebrity, um, and we got uh, a little surprise for for you guys. So we got Gilbert Gottfried to come in um, and give a little promo for the Oddscast. Hello, this is Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here to talk to you about the Odds Cast, which is just a horrible, horrible name. Who came up with such a name? Anyway, it's these three jerk-offs that sit on a couch and talk into microphones, and apparently they're making money. I highly doubt that they are if they're hiring me to, to make a promo for them. But anyway, I'll get back to my script. The Odds Cast. Thursdays. Where's my $150? So yeah, I mean Gilbert, thanks for uh thanks for for giving us some uh some promo love there. He doesn't uh, sound good. Is he okay? Is he sick? Mm. It sounds a little nasally. I mean, he's probably had to do a lot of these like That's so probably, we, we may yeah. have gotten in the last I like, saw a video that he makes like $300,000 a year well, doing it's a good them. thing we gave him 150. <laughs> <laughs> We're part of the problem, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be awesome. You used to be like taking a poop and be like, hey, 150 bucks. Hey, sorry, Sarah, your boyfriend cheated on you. Have a good night. <laughs> I'm Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I guess if you think about it, our pay to him could be like exponential if he just follows our picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how we paid him to, to begin with. You know, yeah. just took a little money out. Um we also reached out to Christoph Waltz, did not respond. So we'll, maybe next week we'll have another promo from Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Gilbert responded, like, surprisingly fast. Yeah, like, it was... It well, was yeah, he like makes an and a half. hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's his job. He's a hustler. Good for him. Um, so I'm in. I mean, the Oddscast is in on the Cameo um, app. I don't know if it's an app or I love it. I love looking at the prices and just to see what people think they're worth. It really lets you know how far some people have fallen. Yeah, like $10 for... Oof. For what? Oof. I don't know. I haven't been on in a while. Like, do you think this is a baby step to them, like, doing sex work? What? <laughs> you, you're uh, baby step there. I mean, yeah. it's it's a step in that direction. If you want, it. it's like a slippery well, slope. Listen, argument. if you want ten dollars and a shout out, how about fifteen hundred and like 
we'll get you in a video. Yeah. It's it's totally there. Which yeah, people video. are desperate out there. Especially Gilbert, musicians. Gilbert Godfrey. Oh. to you next on the casting couch. <laughs> I mean, he... Uh, he I mean, he was talking about jerk-offs. So, this couch no. is so sticky. <laughs> No, no Gilbert, Gilbert. Gilbert, how did you get back? <laughs> he lied. Gilbert lied to you. He, his regular price is one hundred fifty dollars. He didn't give us a deal. Oh fuck! Jesus Christ! Really? No. Yeah. Damn. Fuck you, Gilbert. <laughs> Fucker. TJ, Mr. Godfrey. At least he already got the read. TJ Lavin is a hundred dollars from the challenge. Um. Jerry from. Parks and Rec is 135. Chris Hansen <laughs> wants to catch a predator. Oh my god! Oh my god! Why don't you take a seat? Imagine just like putting him like in some like one of your friends' places and seeing what happens. <laughs> or just play the recording as somebody walks into Brian, a room. They'll shit their pants. Brian, they'll think they did something wrong. Brian, why don't you take a seat? <laughs> so Susie's been feeling a little neglected recently, and I think she's gonna gonna have to move on. Officers. <laughs> <laughs> Should bring in Chris Hansen every time Joe loses an inclusive parlay bet. <laughs> Joe, why don't you take a seat? It's like, God damn it, again? Again, Chris? Artie oh, Lang's on here. Artie Lang. He's what? really turned his life around. He's still I'm pretty sober. sure we can get Artie Lang to come he, sit on the couch like with neighbor. us yeah. if we paid him enough. He's like, We're talking gambling. I think he'll be okay with it. Ooh, Andy Dick's the only smart one because he puts his as $99 instead of 100 oh, Classic, for, you know, classic marketing move. Yeah, I like that. That was strong. All right, so I'm in on it. Uh, we'll keep you updated if we get any other ce- celebs to uh, Although I, I'd be a little scared to give Andy Dick my personal information. No. Dude, Brian Scalabrini's on. Oh, well, you need him. <laughs> Let's go. How much is he? Uh, Lenny Dykstra's on here. Huh? <laughs> Awkward. Lenny Dykstra. Yikes. What is the name of this website again? Cameo. I'm surprised you have no idea what it is. Surprised you're not User. on it already. <laughs> I should be. That'd be great. We get Enos Cantor for 50 bucks and just say things about turkey. Well, <laughs> you could just tell him, you know, like ask him how many he has for Thanksgiving dinner. I knew that was coming. Oh, can we get? Can we pull our money for John Lovitz? One hundred ninety dollars. Maybe or Andy King, the suck suck dick for water guy. Wow, he's on cameo. Martin Brodeur's on cameo. Three hundred dollars. We'll pick you up from Enterprise (laughs) and drive you to Fidelity Bank. (laughs) All right, I'm done with the cameo app. Um, But we're. But I'm in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next, just very quickly, um, we have to bet a Ohio game. RV Trippin lost last week. My, we're two and four minus two point four units. Lost Washington State minus six over Nebraska Omaha. Um, not our finest moment, but Ohio is the new state we're going to. Ohio is for lovers. So is Virginia. Um, I can't make it on my own because my heart is in Ohio. So please, RIP to that guy. Cut my wrists and black my eyes so I can fall asleep tonight. Ohio is uh, state always, of presidents. Yeah, state of the the presidency. Let's uh, while Joe looks for his pick for this. Where let's are? See. I think I think we could take the magic plus one and a half. 
tomorrow at the Cavs. It looks like, based on the information that I have at, right now, Kevin Love is listed as questionable for Wednesday's game against the Magic. However, he's missed the last two games, didn't practice yesterday. Probably should be listed more like doubtful rather than questionable. Um, without Kevin Love, even though the Magic are also kind of banged up, I think that they're you take a couple points there. Um, I wish that's, for, that's an option. It's an option for all you people that say that Trump's going to win the election. Most recent Ohio Dem nominee versus Trump polls from I don't care about October. This. Biden leads Trump by six. Bernie Sanders leads Trump by six. Warren leads Trump by four. All in Ohio. So if anybody wants to bet me. I don't DM me. care about this. What are the stats for the fucking state? When was it admitted to the union? All right. All Tell right. us about the Ohio River Valley. Ohio is a Midwestern state in the Great Lakes region of the United States. Of the 50 states, it is the 34th largest by area, the 7th most populous, and the 10th most densely populated. The state's capital and largest city Columbus. is Columbus. Ohio is bordered by Pennsylvania to the east, Michigan K- to the Kentucky. northwest, Lake Erie to the north, Indiana to the west, Kentucky on the south, and West Virginia on the southeast. I actually found out about Kentucky bordering it because I flew into Cincinnati to call a Rutgers Cincinnati football game and went to go rent a car and realized I was in Kentucky. Thought I was in Ohio the whole time. Wow. Drove over the river, had some Cincinnati chili. Sure name and, Joe Delera. Uh, yeah. Hey. Admitted to the union over under 13. 16 and a half. 13. Under. 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 You all are wrong. 17th Damn. state. Thought I nailed March first, eighteen oh three. Governor Mark DeWine. Mike how many? DeWine. How many presidents are from Ohio? Five. Seven presidents Seven. of the United States have been elected who had Ohio as their home state. Can you name them? Grover Cleveland. We have. Uh, no, Grover Cleveland's from New Jersey. <laughs> it was a joke because his last name's Cleveland. Uh, you dummy! Uh, <laughs> wow, uh, uh, I got you. I'm Ulysses sorry. S. Grant, yeah. Rutherford B. Hayes, yep, James A. Garfield, Benjamin Harrison, William, William McKinley, <laughs> William Howard Taft, and Warren G. Harding. I could not think of any more boring presidents than those. Maybe except for Grant. Wow, Taft. Only person to serve as president of the United States and on the Supreme Court of the United States. Also the originator of the seventh inning stretch because allegedly he was was so fat that he couldn't sit through an entire baseball game. Also, they had to be so boring back then. AP Terry. It's actually even more impressive if you think about it or like more concerning because they see the games were a lot shorter then too. So yeah, I, he, yeah was, he was a yeah. large man. Also, I wonder what he, I wonder how he would feel about the like playoff games now. Yeah, holy shit, he'd probably uh, need like a third inning break. McKinley was assassinated, but before uh-huh, I'm just letting you know, okay. after Dan Ravel posted a fucking tweet <laughs> of, that I was pooping at work, I was just scrolling through and I just saw men's head explode. <laughs> I had let out an audible. Whoa. The guy in the, in the bathroom? The guy next to me probably thought I like there was blood coming out of my butthole. <laughs> Whoa! Instead of JFK's head. Um, <laughs> but Mount McKinley 
We used to, well, it used to be called Mount McKinley <laughs> before it was, it wasn't before Obama changed the name. Thanks, Obama. Now, what is now Mount Denali or just Denali? Oh. It's the highest uh, mountain in the United States. Just letting you know. Sponsored by GMC. That's all I got. Uh, Garfield, he got a cool beard if you look at it. Not better than Chester Arthur's. Nicknames no, no. the Buckeye State, the birthplace of aviation. I thought that was North Carolina. It's an um, ongoing issue between them. They might war over it. The heart of it all. Motto, what? with God, all things are possible. Anthem, Ohio is for lovers, Hawthorneites. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. What is our pick? Stop yelling at me. At us. What is our pick? Uh, I wish the Ohio State-Michigan game was in Ohio State. Yeah. That would be a fun game to bet. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I like the Magic plus one and a half tomorrow. Today. All right. Are we betting the NBA? Uh, well, yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want. I, I think it's. A, I think. It, I think it's a fair. Play. Why? Um, looks like. No, uh, you already gave us why. Never mind. I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. So there's that. Plus Mo Bamba. Morale is He's actually low getting in run right now because Vucevic is out. Auto hose. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Go All on. Right. Oh, wait, what about Miami Redhawks? No, we picked the magic. Damn. We're going, uh, we're getting back on track here. RV tripping. We'll post it. What's Gotta the line? Flat. Two more segments. Meme Museum. Talking about the memes. Ruling the world. Future of everything. Hottest meme in the streets right now. Baby Yoda meme. Good meme. Um, I literally have not seen a second of any Star Wars franchise. Nope. <laughs> at all. Like, wait, uh, never? Never. Nothing? Never. That's, like, that's a borderline that's crime. That's impressive, I think. And, yeah. and right now, it's gotten to the point that I just do it out of principle. So there's no I get way. that. So I mean, that. if I you're going to start, start with space balls. It's, yes, absolutely. It's an alternate. It's like a, it's not like part of the canon, but it's, you know, it's an it's alternate like universe. Fiction, Is that like Revenge like of the popular. Sith? Space no, it'll set the stage. Okay. Yeah, Phantom Menace. Spaceballs, the movie. Spaceballs, the lunchbox. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. Merchandising. Yeah. So uh, merchandising. That's impressive, but we can unpack that. Yeah, so later. I don't know why Yoda is a baby now. I don't know. Why. I is don't he like know. Benjamin Button? Like he just goes and or is it like a prologue, epilogue? I'm I, not re- I really don't know. I don't know I'm not, what. I'm not Here's sure. Corey, you've definitely seen it. So. I haven't, but why is baby Yoda just as old as regular Yoda? It just looks younger, but it's got like the gray hair, the like shabby clothes. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? Like it's not obviously not a baby. It's like they shrunk Yoda and made him cuter. It's like that's Magna, literally what they do. Magna Yoda. I don't know what the context Anga, of the sorry. baby Yoda is at all. I just have seen like it's the so baby Yoda. Funny. And it's so funny because it's like the, I like the one with the driver's license and it's like me underage at the bar and it's yeah. like old Yoda when baby Yoda's just like, looking up at the bouncer. You've clearly never seen uh, Small People, Big World on TLC. If you oh, can't, I have. if you can't understand the fact why <laughs> little Yoda is the same age as Big Yoda. No, but he has old features. All they did was iron out the wrinkles in his forehead, and they're like, he he's a Botox. baby now. He got Botox. It's fine. So he's L.A. Yoda. Yeah. Oh, that's my, a good narrative. Uh, my favorite Baby Yoda meme that I've seen so far, it's Baby Yoda looking up, and it says, me wondering why Mommy is eating sugar out of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> We need Artie Lang's take on that. What can we get him on for cameo? <laughs> and so actually, and then there, were, then there was the thing going around that Disney was like actively taking down the Baby Yoda memes. Which just makes me love which it more. Which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. Like, why would you take down free advertising? You for get, your they don't need it. 
They do. They, they don't. do. Die and watch shit. I wouldn't know anything well, now that they've about. Now they purchased it, you can't. Well, it's not all about you. Mandalorian. It's not it's about like you. It just, the world doesn't revolve around you. I'm right. sorry. It revolves I hate around you. You owned a multi-billion-dollar franchise, and that multi-billion-dollar franchise was getting free advertising you everywhere. You don't need it. They don't need it. It's so you're going so, so to you stop have, it. How much money yes. do you think they pay Why? in advertising? Because this the, is you. This is such a dumb take. No, it's Go not. Free ads. The, no, it's they don't need free ads. How dumb do you guys have to be? They don't need free ads. They, they also anybody, don't. Everybody need spending needs money. No, they stops. don't. Yes, they do because no, they, they don't. Yes, they do because they have to protect their Disney brand of a clean cut image and you don't want people like you guys putting bad things in the title and oh, connotating or taking shit. this image Listen, and putting a projection in the bed. when Disney met with the Nazi party. Dude, yeah. I'm just, well, I'm that, telling yeah. you it That's makes business lesson. sense for them to do this. I, I think it's so dumb. It's not. It's a new era. They, Move over, Walt. No, it has nothing. Like you guys are so far off. You guys are so stupid. Oh, this is this is the worst take. You've I'm ever heading had to Disney HQ yeah, next week. I'll bring it up with them. I'll see what they. I'll see they what their have plan a. Is. They that their brand is a pure family brand. They have a brand to protect. Yeah, and they're going to protect. Brand where it. no one has two. The parents, fact that you guys think the it brand is, where everyone's like has a tragic death in the family to start off a movie. How they, heartwarming and they great. They own their IP. It's their IP. That's what they want to they do. They bought that it. fucking IP. Yeah, okay. But like Bullshit. they're protecting it and that's what they should do. They don't need free advertising. You're just a corporate show. Speaking yeah. of IP, the IP on Disney the Mouse is up. It's I, I, I could not disagree with you more. It's respectfully. You're so respectfully. wrong. Oh no, I sir, would disrespectfully sir, disagree. What do you need? Why do you why do you think they need free advertising? I because have even so known anybody who's first off it's every, parody. So somebody who's first like, off it's parody, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Also, what do you mean yeah. it doesn't matter? It's free advertising. It's it's fair use. It's fair yeah. use. It's, it's all fair, use. fair use. It's a meme. It's a meme. Fair I, use. I'm Joe not, wrote a paper on this. In I law don't. School. We're fine. It, what, I don't give a shit about your fucking. You don't give legal, a shit about the law. Your legal argument. I you don't were just care. Establishing a legal. Okay. Okay. I'll give you. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I, was I will tell you why it made business sense for them to protect no, it. You guys aren't business. Listening. No, I, I will give you the reason why it makes sense. Business sense. Anybody who's thinking about downloading Disney Plus gets a constant reminder. Oh shit! Everybody's talking about it. Maybe I should go fucking watch Disney Plus and see what this Baby Yoda thing's about. No, and they get a constant reminder of it every single fucking time they log onto Instagram because it's the hottest meme in the streets. No one cares. <laughs> that no one cares. Right. Like they don't need free advertising. They're doing it to protect their business image which makes sense because if you if you have a business and someone's advertising and they're they take your images and they use it for something else and it doesn't align with your goals in advertising would you do anything or you'd be like no that's okay if you're if you're running a nursery school yeah. and they take your image and it's about drugs and you're just like oh yeah that's cool no yeah the kids, the people that see that, extremely well, they, no, they, no, no, no. The cool parents bring their kids there. Extremely, makes, extremely true. hyper, extremely hyperbolic. Great example. parent teacher conferences. Extremely makes, hyperbolic example. I don't disagree with the premise because no bad press. Bad. There's no such thing as bad press. That's what they say. Sometimes there's a there's a saying in Texas. <laughs> I think it's in I think it's in Tennessee. Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on. Shame. We you, can't, you can't get fooled again. 
I so there. I, I just think there's no such thing as as bad press. I think that Disney can't defeat the internet. I think it's fucking stupid that they're trying. They're trying, to. but and I think looks, oh I think it oh wait. So if you see something bad that's going on, you shouldn't do anything about it and you're just let it go because you can't you're, do so you're, about qual- it. you're saying memes are bad. You can't do anything about it. You're saying so if you see bad. something, you're you seeing, see something that you disagree with. If you see something you don't disagree with, you should just let it go because you can't. If you if well, you yeah. can't personally fix the problem no. and not defeat no. it, why do you think you I kneel? Just let it why go. do you think I kneel for the national anthem? That's what you just said. You just said that. You just said they can't defeat the internet, so why bother? Well, no, it, this is you were you were taking extreme. Hyperbolic examples and pushing them to the extreme limit to. Were you watching try, Fox and Friends this morning? To try and make your point sound at least somewhat reasonable, and I think it is a completely unreasonable. It is reasonable one. business sense. If that's if their goals are to only advertise to a family type demographic, and there's memes like "Why is mommy <laughs> eating sugar in her nose?" Like it makes sense. For I them saw to one that it. was like, "Why is daddy putting medicine in his ass?" <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense for them to go after it. I don't really understand I just, yeah, I mean, why why you can't look at it from that perspective. It well, makes Disney sense. Disney just only wants to have like their all their all the Easter eggs that they have and all their inappropriate jokes. They want to be in control of those jokes. Yeah, like once well, we see the oh, penis yeah. on the Little Mermaid yeah. cover, then we'll take it down. Oh my they god, that's so Yoda. ridiculous. What about the uh, the little piggies that was uh, extremely anti-Semitic. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> didn't we go? That's didn't because, we watch this that's because Disney we Disney this. is is supported in their little bubble of anti-Semitism by Look, people if, like you. If, okay. <laughs> oh boy. If 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 it's, it's my it's, if it doesn't, it's not that fun, is it? When somebody uh, does it, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna disavow. Pre- I'm gonna protect my brand. How I want to protect my brand, and I think that's it's smart for them to do that. Okay. All right. Moving. I I mean. Any thoughts on the meme? I think it's funny. Hilarious. I love the fucking meme. Yeah. I've Great band. never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen the Baby Yoda meme? No, I don't know They're what you guys are Or do you about. actively just say, I'm not going to look at that because I know Disney's going to try and take it down? No, I Disney just have no upset. idea. <laughs> Disney would be, <laughs> my, my corporate overlord would be upset. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've never seen it. Are you trying it. to get a job at ESPN or something? No. Well, he just reamed mm-hmm. out their Monday Night Football. Yeah, I think uh, he wants yeah. to replace. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's easy to pile on Disney, but it makes sense. I get what they're doing. Yeah. Well, break them up. Last segment, little bit of a switch up on the pods and racks. We're going to do what are we thankful for? Who wants to start? In honor of Thanksgiving. So I'll start. I have two things that I'm thankful for. I'm going to do one food. And one other thing. So I'm I'm, th- I'm thankful for stuffing. I wish that stuffing was incorporated into like meals more regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it should be. It does not need to just be relegated to the holiday season. Have you ever had a sandwich? What? <laughs> like any kind of sandwich? <laughs> like any. <laughs> well, yeah. Why? Yeah, it's bread. Boom. Two pieces of bread. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I think that stuffing should be had a little bit more often. Uh, maybe I will try to do that myself. But, you know, we're always cutting, so it's kind of tough. Um, the second thing that I'm thankful for is backdoor covers. I love a nice backdoor cover. Um, really makes makes you feel uh, good about something when you like might have chalked it up as a loss. So uh, I'm thankful for backdoor covers, uh, you know, as long as they benefit me. Mm-hmm. 
Terry, what are you thankful for besides fucking sandwiches? Uh, I'm thankful for music. Uh, it's so soothing to listen to. I've been listening to the band Camp, C-A-A-M-P, not the uh, music or sports agent thing, C-A-A. Camp. Listen to them. They're great. They're like a cooler Lumineers. They're like, like the Lumineers are the hipsters in like Brooklyn. They like wear like flannels and roll up their jeans and have those weird glasses and like they homebrew, but and like they have wanderlust and they just look at Instagram and like, oh yeah, had this cool mead, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I don't like to go outside because there's too many people out there. It's too, too popular to go outside. And like camp, that's the Lumineers. And then camp is like, like lumberjacks and like people who do things outdoors and like they chop wood and fuck chicks, you know? They go RV tripping. Yeah. That's nice. And like a real shitty RV. Nothing manlier. Because they can't afford a good one. Yeah. Um, I am thankful for cranberry sauce. Oh, so gross. Oh, you didn't answer. The, is it the jelly or the like the homemade ones? Both. Okay. Both. So ocean spray is good with you? Both. Jelly? Yeah. Both. I also just love cranberries in general. Cran grape, cran apple. That's good stuff. What do you want, your period? Yeah, do you have a lot of yeast infections? <laughs> I love cranberry juice. I really do. Um, <laughs> you know, that's that's protected under HIPAA. So I'm not gonna disclose that. Um you definitely don't have HR. But I'm going to report you <laughs> to HR. <laughs> Disney just signed us because you were so you were so pro Disney. That's fine. You're welcome for the paycheck. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Eisner. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> anyway. And I'm also, I'm going to do another, I'm, unlike Joe, I'm going to do one food and one other food um, in honor of Thanksgiving. I really like the green bean casserole, but I like the French fried onions oh, on yeah. top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I think the French fried onions need to be involved in more food. You see them kind of on sometimes, you know, if you get like a steak with some like horseradish sauce, they'll sprinkle a little French Frizzle fried onions guys, on it. Yeah. Little frizzlers, maybe you'll find it on a burger. But I think they're they're just they're just very delectable toppings and they need to be involved in more things. So you can just buy them. I, in, I do buy them. In a jar. My girlfriend and bought them for me because I was talking about them. Wow, nice brag. Were they on your Christmas girlfriend. list or yeah. was it Black Friday? Yeah. I told her to just get me. Cranberry sauce and uh, and funions. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's so, cool. That's what I'm thankful for. Producer Corey, I'm thankful for a movie that I hope somebody in this room has seen. Thanks, Killing. This is one of those movies that was probably like made for less than two hundred grand, and it's god awful, but it's also so funny you have to watch it. I can't say that I have. So. Who's it in it? Keanu Reeves? Literally nobody. Nicholas Cage? They should have gone on Cameo and hired someone. So the premise is that a, a killer turkey becomes sentient and takes revenge out on people <laughs> for Thanksgiving. I, can get I down shit for you that. not. It is so funny. Is it cartoon? Like, is it animated? or like? Only the turkey. The people are real. <laughs> and uh, the turkey's got all these like Bruce Willis one liners before he kills people. And the best one is like he just goes gobble gobble motherfucker and kill somebody <laughs> is it a are, are they subtitles or like, or? it's like almost claymation bad oh 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 okay got it but this was like so I saw this when I was in college and we were just rolling through probably the worst movies we could find on Netflix which included the human centipede oh yeah uh, that teeth, movie um roommate something it was not a great year like they didn't have much there there was a lot of series but there weren't a lot of movies and this is probably one of the funniest things we ever watched. 
I highly recommend it. I'm so thankful for it in my life because there's not one Thanksgiving since that I haven't said gobble, gobble, motherfucker in some regard. And uh, I'm thankful for pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. So what's your what's your favorite pie? Pumpkin? It's pumpkin, and pumpkin? it's always been pumpkin. I really like and pumpkin. Pumpkin too. has been hot in the streets recently, uh, and since then, my family has now dedicated two whole pumpkin pies: one for me, one for everybody else. How, yeah, why don't you make fun of him? Two pumpkin pies. I didn't make fun of you for the turkey. It's not no, five pounds. I didn't mention. I oh, funny you should say that because I didn't mention a favorite food, and mine's gonna be gravy. Um, but <laughs> I, I get my own gravy boat on Thanksgiving. See? Wow. Yeah, fucking respect that. Yeah. Um, make it your holiday. Be thankful yeah. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the hell I saw, I actually saw it to spice up your pumpkin pie life a little bit. I saw a pumpkin pie, but with like, you know, like with the lemon meringue, they got the thing. Mm. They put the meringue on top of the pumpkin pie. I got an issue with lemon meringue. It's very hit or miss for me. Cause I've had them where they're too like tart and you're like, ah. Yeah. And sometimes they're like right in the sweet spot. Yeah. So it makes me nervous. I don't want to fuck not up a, my pie. Not a big dessert guy, but I'll I put understand. the meringue Overall, on. I'll yeah, put the no. meringue on. I don't the really like pie. pie, but my I like, pie is I like I really I like chocolate pie. mousse pie. I fuck with pie so much. Cream pies are dope. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 13 <laughs> Oddscast. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, next week. May you win all your bets. God bless. God bless. Hey, God bless. I'm the mascot of an evil corporation. <laughs> cobble, cobble, motherfucker. <laughs> what an episode. Nice tits, bitch. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, I'm pissed. Your dog had an accident. What the hell? What kind of accident? Well, I took this here axe and I accidentally cut him. Get it? Accident. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. Oh, wait, I lied. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. I'm gonna drink your blood like cranberry sauce, Mimi. Go team, Johnny. Stop! Yeah! Thanks, Daddy. I'd die if it wasn't for you. More like, you will die if it was for me. <laughs> you kids are retarded. Gobble gobble, motherfucker. Now that's what I call foul play. Looks like I've got something you don't got, turkey! What's that, Darren? A vagina? You're done, bitch. I almost got back for seconds. <laughs> <laughs>